It's Bet McLean Football Showtime. This week we are joined by Coleraine's Owen Bradley and Carrick Rangers' Stuart Nixon. Right, Chance, great to see you. Owen, you're top of the league. How does it feel? Uh, it feels good. Uh, good start to the season. But uh, I say we're just taking it one game at a time, you know. But uh, they have a good results in the last few weeks. And so we just take it on under the game on Saturday. Two wins over the Blues, two wins over the Crews. Um, people are starting to talk. It's not lazy journalism, I'm sure it's not big of. Listen, Coleraine are serious contenders. And whenever you've got Owen in the form that he's in, Ben Doherty, Jamie Glack, and those are the three guys I've talked about a lot this season, but there's far more to this Coleraine team than you three, isn't there? Well, there is, surely. That's one thing. I'd say our, probably our biggest strength is the team as a squad. We're, it's not a big squad, everybody knows that. There's only maybe 18 to 21 players, 20, 21 players. So it's a close-knit squad, and I say there's more than me. And there's, We're missing Steve O'Donnell, big James McLaughlin's only coming back there now, so they're both of the squad whenever they come back too, you know. So everybody's fighting hard for places, but everybody's playing well, everybody's staying fit, and... Suspension free, so as long as, as long as that can continue, just and Ar- Aaron Trainer backing in. Yeah. And, and yeah. I was just that there. Aaron and London come back, missed all last year nearly, and I'd say it's probably two of the biggest plus we have this year. A settled right back, settled left back, and look at the difference it's made. You know what I mean? And I'll say this, Pete, as well. For me, the biggest difference, Oren Kearney. Fifty games unbeaten it is now under Oren. That is just phenomenal. But but what is it that Oren brings? Because let's face it, right? Okay, he hasn't adopted the same side as he left. So there's new boys in there, um, but he's galvanised the whole team. What is it that he does that, that just makes it so special? <laughs> take the man, I was No, I'm only joking. But uh, no, look, he's just, it's hard to explain. I've been asked this question a lot, lot over the last number, a lot of weeks there, but Oren out there. And me personally, there's times there you need an arm around the shoulder, there's times there you need a rollick and you know what I mean? And he just you know, he's the man for it, you know what I mean? He knows how to work people individually. And what do you need at the minute personally? No, I, like, I, I whenever I knew he was coming back, I was delighted, you know what I mean? He just made him be friendly off the pitch as well on it, you know what I mean? But there's times there he would say to me, he says, you know, we need more, blah blah blah. But look, as I say it's, it's hard to explain but And he plays a way that you don't have to run as much. He does well. He told me that. <laughs> I was telling you there a minute ago, but uh, I'm not letting the secret out. But uh, no, look, as I say, I got on well with him. And I say, whenever he comes back, I think he give the whole squad a boost. you know what I mean? But he said that he wanted to sign Ben a couple of years ago, just for example, you know, whenever he was there last, you know what I mean? And he actually inherited Ben from Rodney. So players like that there, him and Jamie and that there, and they've bought onto what he's doing. And all the boys that were there before, they've bought onto They know what he's about, and everybody's buying onto what he's doing. So. And Ben Doherty, you mentioned, he's had a, a brilliant season so far. Um, what do you expect from him going forward? Do you think he'll be a Korean for long? I do, yeah. But he really, Ben's really enjoying his football. You know, he came. I know he's a Derry City lad, and maybe he does what he played full time. I don't know personally, but as I say, he's playing brilliant football for us. He's playing like Glenavon, He's probably playing left back, left side. You know, he's playing wing back and stuff like that there. But we also he's playing centre midfield or left side midfield, and he's getting forward more and he's scoring a lot of goals and a lot of assists. And, Long may it continue, he's been brilliant for us this season. Now, the one thing is your confidence is right up there and you're playing some brilliant football. Um, you you must be loving it. Is this the happiest you've been in your career to date? I would say, well, well uh, Oren and Gary Hamilton's a very similar manager. Anybody who's always like, put their arm around me and made you feel good in that there, like, even in Gaelic terms as well, I've always played my best football for them and that's the way Gary and Oren would be with me, you know what I mean? And As I say, now I'm probably playing, I'd say, probably the best football in my career over this from the start of the year there, so... Long may it continue, I say it's mostly down to old, you know. Can I ask you about the Linfield result? Because that was huge. Whenever you beat them 4-2 here, there was all the talk that they were in Europe at the time. 
But to beat them 1-0, when you know, they don't have Europe on their minds, um, that was a massive result in front of a huge crowd. It was, uh, it, was uh, it was a good day, and we probably could have beaten them a bit more, you know, but as I say, look, it's all about just getting three points one game at a time. I know it's an old cliche, but that's another thing that's happened around the town. Everybody, the crowds are starting to come back. Everybody's got you a know, feel-good factor around the north coast and that there. And, I say whenever that there, every just take it one step at a time, but whatever that's happening, it's good for the players, it's good for the fans, it's good for the committee, it's good for the board, good for everybody. Do you go play till you're forty? Hopefully. I'm I'm out of contract this year, so I'm looking for a new contract. Oh he knows that anyway. If 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 Owen doesn't get a new contract at Coterie and I will be stuck. I'm looking for three years, you know, you're not gonna give me a year. I've gotta say though, you yourself seem a man inspired this season. Um, we joked before we came on that there's going to be a new movie made called um, Bend It Like Bradley because you're firing in free kicks from all over the shop. No, as I say, I'm just enjoying it. I'm just uh, really enjoying the season. You know, I'm sitting hard, playing hard. Everybody's playing well. I know it's easier whenever a team's playing well, you know what I mean? But as I say, there's a lot of confidence about the place and just, look, just take it one game at a time and see how it goes. Linfield were hurting um, after Saturday. Um, I think it's a fair enough result. I think, to be fair, you boys could have scored a lot on Saturday. We probably could. We could probably have scored another two or three goals. But I'd say it's only three points at the end of the day. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. You, you get the same three points for beating Crusaders Lumfield as you do beating Dungan or Warren Point or anybody else. And that's you know. But look, it's good to beat them. You know what I mean? It's good to be beating them rather than getting beat by them. So I say we we'll just take it one game at a time. And I mentioned Linfield or Raylan, and you boys are coming here on Saturday, Stuart. So um, first and foremost, well done the win at the weekend and. Um, Shall I bring up the penalty miss right now? Not yet, maybe leave it no, later on. Leave it, but you set up the winner. Yeah, so, uh, no, it was good. It was good. After the penalty, I, was, I thought it was not going to be my day. Like, it's not going to be a team's day, um, especially due to the hard work that we all put in and stuff. Um, we were sending the boys. It was almost like the Portadown playoff game. There was one of them games you must win. You have to win. And, uh, no, it was really good to, to get the assist and we loyed to score the header. Absolutely. You know, two, two back-to-back uh, back-to-back wins doesn't happen very much for you guys so Saturday night must have been a bit of a celebration no it was good but everyone's everyone's a realist I mean they're the teams that we've said at the, end of the start of the season there that we need to be beating and I know we got beat down there 2-1 but second half we put on a performance that we should have beat them um, and then on Saturday that um, no, it, was, it was good it was comfortable enough to be honest with you Pete you're talking about celebrations I was actually at the Carrick match on Saturday when, when you beat Warren Point and um, as I was interviewing Niall Curry, I could not believe what I was hearing from the Carrick Rangers dressing room. Westlife tunes. <laughs> Come on now, surely. Who, who's in charge of the music? That was, uh, it was kind of like a group, group decision. We had it last year. And, We're uh, flying without wings? <laughs> 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 no, it was uh, Hello My Love. Everyone, everyone knows the words, so uh, we get it going. Everyone's buzzing after a game and stuff. And then... Sorry, You're talking to music? Do you have music in the, in the changing room? Yeah, Ben Doherty looks after it. He's warned, but at the start of the year, some of the stuff he's putting on was bad, so now there's three of us. not bad now. So what do you have? There's a bit of everything. There's a bit of everything. There's a bit of everything at times. There's Jerry Cinnamon. There's uh, who else is there? Just, just could be anything. You know I mean? Bit of country? Bad. No, no country. No country. No, definitely no country. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we mentioned Owen Kearney. Um, Niall's been on the show, an absolute gentleman yeah. from our standpoint. What's he like to play for? It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's a. Uh, Cliffy Adams won't like me saying this here, but he's definitely probably the best manager that I've, I've came across. And uh, like anybody knows, Niall, he's 100% and there's no back doors with him. Um, like I said before, he doesn't do much in training, but come a Saturday, Niall is the man that gets you going, so he does. You're 22, Stuart. What's your hopes, dreams and aspirations in terms of your footballing career? Well, you want to, you want to try and push up the table, um, whether that's with Carrick or whatever, but as a personal, as a footballer, 
he uh, he won, he won trophies in the day. So at the moment in time with Carrick, why well, did my best for them, and then we'll see how it happens in the future. What about that hat trick you scored earlier this season um, against Warren Point? I know you were buzzing after that. Uh, I was buzzing, but I haven't scored since. So, and I thought the penalty on Saturday would have changed it, like, but you know what I mean. But um, no, after after that Air Warren Point game, it was it was incredible. But um, need get back to scoring, and I don't. Did you change your mind in the penalty? Did you have in your mind where you're putting it? Did you change it? Did you change your mindset in the run up? See, to be honest, it was actually after looking at it, it was my, my run up. I know it's superstition stuff like that, but my warm up, my run up for the one down in Warren Point, I moved in in the middle, and the one on Saturday kind of just gave it like a 45 degrees angle and uh, just run up to it. And just everybody knew where I was going. Even the boys were slagging me after after the match, and they're like, "Sure, we knew you were going." The keeper's left. You know what I mean, and it was just a poor penalty, but we won at the end of the day. You know what I mean? So it didn't matter. If you get a penalty at Windsor Park on Saturday, are you on them? Depends who's in the pitch. Um, but would you fancy it, Stuart? I they give me a ball, I'd hit it for it, no problem. Um, if Big Keelan's in the pitch, he'll uh, he'll definitely have a say in it. Like, but um, if he's not, I uh, give me the ball, and I'll do my best again. Um, obviously, Coleraine got the win over um, Blimfield at the weekend, and um, they'll be wanting to fight back on Saturday and get three points on the board. How much does that make you fearful of them? See, to be honest with you, Pete, we don't fear anybody, and that's being honest. Um, doesn't matter what form we're in. I know Blimfield they won last night uh, against Cristobal, but. We come up and we keep it tight and we'll see what we get from the game. Um, Owen, I know it's a long way off and I know you know you want to bat away the, the talks of, of being title challengers, but psychologically, from the results you've had this season, how good is it to be in that position whereby the Blues and, and Crusaders are looking at, here boys, you know what, we haven't beat them? Of course, look, you, want to be, you want to be as high up the table as you can and we're at the top. You know, I mean, you're there to be knocked off. I say you can't talk about. And I've said this a hundred times. You can't talk about winning the league in October. You do, you do yourself, Stephen. You know what I mean. You have to wait to maybe January, February time, and then if you're we're still at the top of the league, then then yes, you'll hear you'll hear everybody talking about it. But at the minute, we to, to be fair now, we just start taking it one game at a time. Like after Saturday, there was no talk about next week against Dungan. It was all talk about last night against Dundella. You know what I mean. And after last night, then it moves on to Saturday, and it just that's the way it goes. Just take it one game at a time. I think it's only fair that we mention Cliftonville at this particular stage because they've been playing some amazing football and they're they're biting at your heels. What do you make of what Paddy McLaughlin? Paddy's a good man. He's very good. he's doing a very good job up there. As I said, I think one thing that whenever he's come on, he's done is made them a lot tighter at the back because they're, they're everybody knows Cliftonville's no problem scoring goals. You know what I mean? They were just shipping a few at the back the last couple of years and they're really tightened up that way. And I say they're up there. There's them. There's ourselves. There's Cliftonville Crusaders, Lumfield, and then after that there you have three or four other teams just below that there a bit there but look you know yourself on any given day in this league like you no matter where you go you get bit you get turned over if you're not at it so alone alone no, not when Owen Kearney's in charge <laughs> 50 games it's incredible yeah talking of stats I think it'd be remiss of us not to mention Joe Gormley at this stage since we are talking Cliftonville and 201 goals for the Reds phenomenal effort Joe is just a goal machine a fantastic lad off the pitch as well Really pleased from that he hit the landmark because I know how much those landmarks mean to a striker like Joe. And you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if um, four seasons down the line we're talking about him hitting 300 goals. He really is that good, Pete. And um, the Cliftonville fans, he's such a massive hero to them. Right, 90 seconds with this week. Who do we have? We have Glen Torrens, Darren Murray. So this is 90 seconds with and we have got Glen Torrens hero Darren Murray with us this week. And here we go, Darren. Best player played with? Uh, Irish League, Kevin Branoff. Toughest opponent? Wingy Murphy. 
Favourite ground? The Oval. Worst ground? Uh, Carrick's. Best dancer at Glantorn? Hey Cameron Stewart, he loves a move. <laughs> Worst dancer? Um, probably Johnny Fraser. <laughs> he loved that. Best fashion sense? John Hearn. Worst fashion sense? Paddy McLean. Who's the best trainer? Uh, probably Paul O'Neill, works hard. Worst trainer? <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> Your best football moment? Uh, really, probably amateur league days, playing for Crumlin Star and stuff. Worst football moment? Losing the Ice Cup at Glenthorne. Team you support? Celtic. Football hero? Larson. Favourite sports star outside of football? Uh, LeBron James. Favourite TV show? Suits. Favourite movie? Uh, Gone in 60 seconds. Favourite video game? I'm not in the all Favourite singer or group? Celine Dion. <laughs> I've got to ask you about that after. Favourite drink? Uh, Monster. <laughs> Favourite holiday destination? Lanzarote. Darren, who would you most like to meet? Uh, probably Henrik Larsson. Good man. This is the Bet McLean football show from Cool FM into this week's fixtures in the Danske Bank Premiership. We'll start with two teams that both had draws last weekend. Crusaders at home to Stuart. Listen, Crusaders are going to win the game, but we should pay tribute to what Sean Connor's doing at Institute. He got a point against Larn, which no one expected. He's now got them into the semi-finals of the Bet McLean League Cup, which is a fantastic achievement. And, you know... Since he's gone in there, there's been a real difference in that side. And it's a quick turnaround as well, because he hasn't had the job for long. No, and um, you've got to pay tribute to him. But against Crusaders, they're going to struggle. Crusaders, at some point, are going to go on a run. You know, um, I think it has been concerning for Stephen Baxter that in, in league terms have been a slightly inconsistent since the start of the season. And losing to Coleraine obviously didn't do them any favours, but I can only see one result against Institute and I can see the likes of Jamie McGonagall, who you know very well, um, scoring a few goals there. I'm going to go 3-1 to the Crews, but they should watch out for Joe McCready. He's in really good form. Owen? I think uh, Crusaders won that maybe three or four goals with despair. The, the one thing about Crusaders and Lumfield, them teams against the bottom sides, they seem to really, really go to town on them, you know what I mean? Whereas now some of the rest of the teams are mid-table and themselves, and that, you maybe not struggle a bit, but you just wouldn't get it as easy. And, you know, I think Crusaders will beat them hand enough. All right, okay. Were you surprised that they drew with Glenavon last week? No, I wasn't because Glenavon and Crusaders always, whenever he even arrives there, it was always a tight game. You know, I know Glenavon were going through a bit of a slump there, but I wasn't surprised at all because whenever they're down more views, it's always a very, very tough game, tough place to go, you know, and uh, so it's a good, good point for Glenavon, you know. A quick word on Gary Hamilton putting himself on last week? I know, I texted him Sunday, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> 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 no, uh, I, look, I, I, I always love playing with Gary because he's a bit like the way I play now. He just he always knew where he'd run whenever he was beside you, flicking it on, or you know he never ever, ever moved. But he's very very intelligent, you know. So, no, it's a good result for him. Hopefully, he can build on that. There. It doesn't matter what age you are; it just goes to show when you have it, you have That's it. it. That's it. Listen, I'll say this: you see, Gary Hamilton, he's one of the best Irish league strikers I've ever seen, and I actually thought he could have made a good career for himself in England. He's that talented. But um, he certainly had a good career in the Irish League. And um, he, him and Colin Coates went toe-to-toe in that Glenavon Crusaders match. And um, uh, that was a battle royal and no mistake. Crusaders Institute, Stuart? Uh, I think Crusaders will dominate easily. Uh, say 3-4-0. Three, 
music to your ears. Uh, well, <laughs> hoping so, John. Mean. Right, well, we come to here on Saturday. We've already mentioned it. Um, Linfield um, will obviously want to get back to winning ways in the league. For yourself personally, how do you approach a game like this? I think we just have to keep it tight, do you know what I mean? Um, you can't go out and uh, just play wide, do you know what I mean? You have to keep it tight and then hopefully get them on the counter-attack. And with our pace up front, with myself and Kiki and Michael Smith and then the two wing-backs, that we'll look at push them on and see what we get. What do you think, Bigo? I can think there's only one result. Character went, no, I'm only joking you. <laughs> um, with one hand he gives, the other hand he takes away. <laughs> I think it'll be tougher than maybe Linfield fans think because Carrick are a decent side. They've really impressed me this season any time I've watched them. I think in Stuart up front and Kiki, they've got dangerous players. But at the back, you're solid too with Mark Sergener at the back. Um, midfield, there's some boys in there that can put a tackle in. So don't expect Carrick to come here and just roll over. Having said that, I think Linfield just have got too much talent. I'll be interested to see who Healy starts with on Saturday because I was here against Cliftonville and I thought there was much more tenacity and energy about the team than they showed against Korean on Saturday. So, um, uh, but I think Linfield will come good. It wouldn't surprise me you know, if Andy Waterworth starts. Um, Shane Lavery, he missed a penalty last night. We should also mention that Joel Cooper's follow-up was so far over the line it was almost hitting the net. How the referee didn't give that was unreal. And if that had have gone a different way and Cliftonville had a won, David Healy would have been ripping after the match. But as it is, I think um, I'm going to go 2-1 to Linfield. You might score. You've, you've played here once before, haven't you? Uh, I played 15 minutes under spike for Balmina, but um, hopefully I get longer this Saturday. You know what I, mean? I think you depending will. On what, depending on what the gaffer's thinking. I think you get the full nine. <laughs> uh, Owen, what do you got? Well, I'll definitely say, I'll, I agree with Stephen. Now, Carrick are well improved, and Nile Curry seems to be doing a good job, but I still think this here be a bridge too far for them. I think Lumpen should win, but just for Alexis Stewart, I hope they do well. And for Versailles, I'd like to see Carrick take a lot of points off them, but uh, I think Lumpen will be too strong. Glen Avon at home to the Reds. We've already mentioned Cliftonville are playing some great football. Um, Glen Avon have been up against it, but a great result last week for them. Yeah, excellent. Um, I think they're slowly but surely um, uh, coming to the party, Glenavon. As, as Owen said, they had a terrible start to the season, but they've got quality there. And I, I don't think they're going to be relegation candidates in any shape or form. Whether they're going to finish in the top six, unlikely, I would say, even though that will be the aim. In terms of this match, um, uh, listen, Cliftonville had a brilliant October, Pete, until they played Linfield in the Bet McLean League Cup. And then they lost that one. And there was a few injuries for them last night. Connor McDermott, Connor McManaman went off. So Paddy um, McLaughlin will be hoping they're back. I think Glenavon might get a point, you know. I have a hunch that they can draw against them. Some would say that Glenavon should have won the game last week. Yeah, well, it was a late equaliser by Cliftonville, Paul McElroy, or by Crusaders, Paul McElroy scored. So, um, uh, yeah, they'll have been slightly disappointed they didn't win. Um, I'm going to go for a draw, one each against Cliftonville. Yeah, I think it'll be a draw too. They're going up and far away from a draw now. I say Glavin's steadily improving there, slowly but surely. And I say, I hope my f- I'm former team, I'd like to see them do well. So hopefully, they can get something out of the game. Sure. I think it was going to be a tight game, to be fair, agreeing with the boys there. But I think Cliftonville's strike force is just too much for them. And I'm going to say maybe 2 1 Cliftonville. What's it like playing against the Reds? What's it like when you've got the likes of um, Joe Gormley running at you? Not good, mate. Really not good. They uh, they did a counter attack against us for the goal, 
and I'm not even joking. I was marking Joe Gormley one side, and then he was at the halfway line the next side, and you're thinking to yourself, what is going on? You weren't running back? I tried. I tried, <laughs> you know what I mean? Didn't work well, like, but I tried. Is Joe Gormley the type of striker as a young lad, Stuart, that you look to and think, I wouldn't mind doing what he's done? Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, even during the game, like, I, talk, I talked to Joe and I talked to him off the pitch as well. And uh, he was giving me like, wee tips and advising me and stuff, like, what way like, to hold the ball and stuff, and what way to get my body shape and stuff like that. Like, um, but no, he's definitely, he's definitely an inspiration to any young, in, young player in the, the Premier League. You can talk all about body shape, can't you, and getting in the way? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm good at. <laughs> Uh, right, uh, Dingan at home to Coleraine. Um, on paper, it's a no-brainer. In reality, different kettle of fish going down there. No, as I said there earlier on, you see in the East League, if you're, not on, if you're not on your guard every Saturday, you know, you could be turned over, you could drop points, and Saturday would be no different. Everybody knows Dingan, notorious, is a tough place to go to, and as I say, but look, we'll, we'll, we'll approach it in the right way, in the right frame of mind, hopefully we'll get three points. The key with playing Dungannon is to score first. Because once you score first against them, they fold like a cheap suit, to be honest. They just let goals in for fun. And Chris Lindsay has been going on about it for the last few weeks, that the defenders have, stopped, have to stop leaking soft goals. And with Owen in form, with Ben Doherty scoring virtually every time he kicks the ball, I can only see one result. But it is key. If, if um, Coleraine score first, they can go and win comfortably, pay 3-1 to the Bandsiders. Yeah, I'd have to agree with Stephen, to be fair. Played in Gannon two weeks ago, and again, we should have, should have been more. But the way Oren's got Corian playing and stuff like that, it's definitely 3-1, 3-0. Can't see really Dan Gannon getting a chance if... Right, Balamina at home to Lauren. Should be a tasty match. Um, Balamina obviously defeated by the Glens last week. David Jeffrey won't be happy. Just tell me what's been going, or what you reckon's going on in his head right now. Well, it's always very difficult, Pete, to follow up with the season that Balamina had. They overachieved last season for me, and now they're having that difficult second album phase. As a musician lover yourself, you will realise what I'm talking about. They're fighting it tough, and all their teams now are looking at them and saying, you know what, we've got to be at our best, have a chance. It's a little bit not too dissimilar to what That's true. Although um, there was no change of manager. No. Big, Big Davy's still there. And... Um, uh, He'll be hurting. He'll be desperate to get back um, to winning ways. Will he do it against Larne? That's a really tough game to call. You kind of don't know what Larne are going to do, do you? No, one Saturday they're very good, and the next Saturday they're, they're not. But uh, I think that their game will be very tight. It'll be similar. I'm not far away from 1-1, one, 2-1 one, one either way. I definitely think there'll be goals in it anyway. And say both teams like to attack and play good attack in football, so I think there'll definitely be goals in it. But who could win? They could be go either way now, 2-1, one, 1-1, one, one, or... 2-1, just depends. The last time Balamina and Lauren played, Balamina scored some of the, the greatest goals you're ever going to see. Johnny Addis scored from 60 yards. Um, uh, there were some sensational goals. I think Freel scored a beauty as well, didn't he, Cather? But they've got Leroy Miller out for possibly long-term injury, which is going to be a, a real big miss for them. I'm going to go Lauren to win. I'm going to go Lauren to turn it round and, and win 3-2. Sure. I think Balmainer is just going to be too much for them. I know Lauren like to play good football and stuff like that, but sometimes uh, they try and play maybe too much, and then Balmainer will get them on the counter attack. So I'd say maybe 2 1 Balmainer. And the one? As I was just I'd say it'll be 2 1 Balmainer, 2 1 Lauren. I know a bit, I think of that type of score, it'll not be far away. Maybe each team will, I think both teams will definitely score, but just something like maybe nick a late one or something, but it'll not be far away from the draw. All right. All change at one point. One point at home this week to the Glens. Um, 
Barry Gray, um, do you reckon he's now realising what he's got his hands on? Well, I'll say this for Barry Gray, he certainly got a shift out of the Warren Point players, didn't he, Stuart, in his first match back. Um, felt a bit for Steve McDonnell. I think everyone in the league liked the way he approached the job, liked the way he tried to play football. Did he not have the right players for the style of football he wanted to play? Well, there was a lot of turnover in the summer at Warren Point, um, but Stephen McDonald's style is um, pass and move, you know, get the ball down. Um, uh, and some Warren Point fans would say he didn't change it enough and then maybe was caught out. But I'm certain McDonald will come back and coach, manage in the future elsewhere. They've also lost Kieran O'Connor this week, by the way, which is, I think is a big blow too. He's personal reasons. Um, and he's just decided to knock it in the head. Well, he has, but do you know what? Kieran's going to come back. <laughs> I guarantee you that lad will be playing football again. Footballers miss it. They always do. But he's a maverick type of player, a bit like these two. You never know what they're going to do next, which is a nightmare for defenders. And they're going to miss him. And they've got Glenn Torn this week. And the, Glen, the Glens are playing great football in comparison to the last number of seats. They're firing. And, and I mentioned for Robbie McDade. Ah, well, listen, Robbie's one of the best strikers in the division. No question about that. He's got it all. And um, set pieces-wise, Plum is brilliant. Paddy McLean's having a fantastic influence in the side. Um, uh, Glenn Torn will win. I can't see one point stopping him. Um, 3-1 to the Glen. And a quick word on Marcus Kane, who scored last week and celebrated like it was the greatest goal of all time. And it just goes to show what it means to him, club captain. Well, he's been there a long time. He's been through the bad times. He's had tough days at Glen Torn. And I'm pleased for him because he's a good lad. And um, he's a very good player, actually, for Glen Torn. Um, and a good voice in the dressing room. Right. Score prediction? I think Glen Torn won that one hand enough. Uh, Glen Torn's playing brilliant football this year. And... They're, they're making it difficult for a lot of teams, you know, and uh, I think they'll win that one 2 or 3 1 anyway. Uh, I can't see one point scoring, to be honest with you. They, last week they even, didn't even go for it against us, to be honest with you. They kind of just sat and kept it tight. Um, but I think, like you said, Robbie McDade's on fire. I would say, yeah, 3 0, 3 0, same with the boys. All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us this week. Always a pleasure to see you guys. Um, that's it for this week's Bet McLean Football Show. Thank you very much for watching. Enjoy your weekend's football, and we'll catch you next week.